This program is brought to you from Wisconsin Eyes Margaret Farrow Studio. Hello and welcome to Newsmakers. I'm your host, Lisa Pugh. The Milwaukee Brewers are having a good season. They've clinched the division and are hosting a first-round playoff series in Milwaukee starting tonight, Tuesday. Uh, in Madison, though, the Brewers' future may be a little less certain as legislators debate a proposal that will fund stadium repairs and keep the Brewers in Wisconsin through 2050. Today we're talking to the lead author of that proposal, Representative Rob Brooks from Sockville, and Senator Chris Larson, Democrat from Milwaukee. Welcome to both of you. Yeah, thank you for having us. Representative Brooks, I know you introduced the proposal just about two weeks ago. You've already talked about some changes. You have a hearing at State Fair Park on Thursday. What are some of the major changes from that original proposal that we can um, learn about now? You know, some of the things are the local contribution is still up in the air. Um, I had a meeting today with the mayor and county exec and other leaders in the governor's office, and we're still working through some of the options that can help offset some of the funding for, that we're looking for from the local contribution. That's going to be someplace between, right now we have it earmarked at $7.5 million. Could be $5 million, could be $10 million. So there's no final answer on that local contribution? There now. is not. And, you know, there's other things outstanding. Um, the audit? The audit. Uh, that will more than likely be an amendment to the bill. Uh, the board makeup, we know they want some representation. We knew that going in, but we didn't have a commitment on the local contribution. So we anticipate moving two of the governor's appointments to one city, one county. So in uh, that hearing on Thursday, you'll start with the original bill, but you'll talk about some of these changes? Right. It, one of the things we talked about is in our proposal that was different than the governor's was winterizing the facility, which will make for not more non-brewer events. So one of the proposals we're considering is having a ticket tax on non-brewer events. And that money would go, you know, we'd probably split it equally between the county, the city, and the state, but we haven't formalized anything. And we know there's going to be a number of other provisions coming forward as we go through the process, but we're going to primarily stick to the original bill for Thursday's hearing. Then, as always, as you well know, or there's going to be amendments, and then we have to work through the Senate. But we've been, had a good relationship with the Senate so far. Senator Larson, I know you represent part of the city of Milwaukee. I know mm -hmm. you're also a Brewers fan. Mm -hmm. uh, you haven't been super happy with this proposal. Are some of the things that Representative Brooks said that he's working around help you to come closer to support? I mean, I think that the main thing to recognize in all of this is the current deal is not a great deal. And when I say deal, not the, not the, the proposal that Representative Brooks proposed and not even the other two that came before it, but the one that we are under now. The current lease is not great. It was highly controversial at the time. People lost their jobs. Politicians were kicked out of office. There was even one who was recalled, and rightfully so, because it did not have good uh, representation for the public. Uh, this the sales tax that finally expired in the last two years. Uh, people thought it was going to expire 20 years ago, uh, and suddenly, you know, now they're the, the brewers are coming back and saying, "Well, we thought the money from the sales tax was going to get us through to 2030," and suddenly they're saying now we want some more cash and we want to double down on that same bad deal. And I think considering we have the option to uh, change the lease, extend the lease, do something in seven years, I think it would be a lost opportunity for us as the state uh, to come in and say, okay, we're going to double it down for the next 20 years beyond that uh, without some significant changes and frankly, he 
hearing from the public, which is very much opposed to not just the this deal, uh, the two that were proposed before it, but the one that we're You're operating under now. No on what's on paper right now. Uh, of the three that were put forward, yes, I'm a, I'm a no on those, but uh, also interested in find a, trying to find something that can be a yes that frankly is going to work for the state of Wisconsin. So uh, what are the main sticking points maybe that you expect to hear about in the hearing on Thursday? Well, I think people are either in or out on this deal. Um, there's been some polling done that I anticipate coming out this week that shows support in the 60, 70 percent area. In the public. In the public. And I haven't seen the poll results or know the questions that were asked, so I'm interested to see it just like everyone else. I would say the sticky points right now are the local funding and how many votes we're going to need from Democrats. We have a choice here that either we run this as a strictly Republican bill and we don't count on our colleagues or we partner together and do this bipartisan. We've done it in the past, we've done it on the budget, we did it on the Bucks deal. And I think we'll get here, but I agree with the Senator that the it's prior deal. deal has made it, I'm not gonna say a bad deal, I, I try and focus on the positive things here, but it was not the deal I would cut. And it's not the deal we cut today. And we put a lot of parameters in here. We didn't use projected interest earnings that were unrealistic, projected income taxes. We work through the Fiscal Bureau very closely, and all of our projections are very, very conservative. So, And we built in a reserve amount at the end of this, so we don't have all the issues that we're having today. You know, so I think we came up with a good proposal. And you I think, think you're close to a final that could get the votes you need? I do. I do. 80% there? I think we're, again, the devil's in the detail. You know, the city and the county would like some flexibilities, and I think we can accommodate part of that to help offset some of the, you know, asks that we're, you know, proposing. But again, it comes down to, you know, how many votes can they deliver in the Senate and in our chambers. You had a town hall last night, I know, in Milwaukee, and you heard from people in the community. What, what kind of feedback did you get on the, cur the current proposal or what people want? Yeah, well, I mean, there was a majority of people in the room who are of the, uh, the mind of, of not one red cent going to the brewers. Uh, from either state or local? From anything, from, from taxpayer dollars going out the door. And I think that that, frankly, is, a, is, is the voice of where the public is at. There was a poll that was put out uh, a few months ago that showed that it was well over 50% said no public dollars for the brewers. When we've put out a survey, that continues to be the response that we get. When you go to doors, uh, we hear the same thing. In this is frankly uh, bipartisan. Actually, we had a libertarian yesterday who was at our town hall who was saying, like, I agree with you that there has to be some public benefit before we're going to be sending more public dollars out the door. And anybody who, who is looking to vote for this should take a step back, talk to their neighbors about where they're at. And I think there's this idea that this, this has to happen because the brewers pounded the table and are saying we want more money. You've got to go back to the public and see where they're standing on this uh, because the brewers have not been really engaging in a meaningful conversation about what the public wants and what the public will benefit out of this other than they'll have the privilege to be able to come fork over, you know, uh, in the case of trying to see a postseason <coughs> game, at least $44 to get a nosebleed seat and at least $15 to be able to get a beer. That you can do uh, most places around town already. Um, and so being able to offer something on top of that, where we're asking, in the, in the case of this bill, $1,000 from every man, woman, and child across the state of Wisconsin just to keep a major league team in place while there are other great needs out in the community. 
you talked about that local contribution being one of the biggest areas to kind of mm-hmm. get right. Um, you started at seven and a half million as that local contribution combined annually. Maybe it's down to five million. I- in the state budget, uh, there was some recognition of the financial woes of both the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. And th- some uh, ability now for them to apply a sales tax. Is this is this uh, local contribution now clawing back that sales tax increase money? Well, I will tell you, Senator Carper, we may have one opinion, we'll have another. People, and that's the argument or discussion that I think needs to be had is the proposal before us today generates about $650 million in income tax revenues with the brewers and the visiting teams. We're gonna spend about 400 million in that state. So the fiscal benefit to the state, just in income taxes alone, is 250. And it's not like if Rockwell or Johnson Control, if another company left our area, those people were more than likely to stay in Wisconsin and still be employed. The brewers leave, the Cubs aren't coming here, the Cardinals aren't coming here, the Yankees aren't coming here. We, there's no doubt that we lose all of that income tax. When you get into the nuts and bolts of sales tax, there's about $225 million a year that's generated just at the ballpark, just at the ballpark. And then the city now benefits and the county now benefits because of the sales tax. Other surrounding counties and communities don't financially benefit. They benefit from having the brewers. The whole state benefits from having the brewers. That's why the governor's supportive. But But Milwaukee directly benefits, and it's like a million and a half and three and a half million, even taking into account just the people that come from out of the area. So we've knocked a bunch of money off that. So I know our numbers are really conservative. And like I said, during our meeting today, the county exec and the mayor are very keenly aware of the money that the brewers bring into the community. And they don't want to lose that because they know a portion of that will be gone forever. Do you agree that the county benefits from having the brewers? No, they don't. And in fact, in the current deal, it's actually they lose $9 million, $9.1 million under the current deal, the city and county combined, if this bill goes through, which is why anybody who's around Milwaukee is opposed to this, right? Before the conversation about how much money you give from the public for a private entity. You're basing that loss on loss of... Uh, On the fact that the city has to pay, the county has to pay, and is forced to do that under this bill, and that that right now the brewers are property tax exempt. So they do not pay property tax on on that, on the property where they play. They also don't pay it on the parking where they generate a great deal of revenue. And so they are not generating that from the sales tax. This is based off of the fiscal bureau estimate that we got on that. And further than that, about the economic benefits, it is one, a dangerous precedent to say that any business should be able to recollect the income tax that they pay to their players. We're setting a dangerous precedent for other businesses to say, well, actually we would like that money back in our pocket for the, 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 the things that we're paying by law to our employees and the income tax that they, are, uh, they owe to the state and, uh, and beyond. But even beyond that, 130 economists have looked at stadium benefits, or the so-called economic benefits, and they say that it is a wash. They say that this is not an economic benefit. It is basically money swirling around and maybe hits a person or two before it goes down the drain uh, or goes out of the state, which is where most of this is. Do you disagree with that assessment? Yeah. I mean, I agree that depending on the deal, in a lot of deals, the Orioles just cut a deal, other communities cut deals that are far, far richer than this deal. 
ours is tied strictly to income tax, which again is undeniable that if the brewers leave, we lose that versus other businesses. And I agree with you. It is a dangerous precedent to set for one business. But this one business, it's undeniable. If they leave, Christian Yelich is not going to go be a bean counter you know, at the local accounting firm. That's lost revenue for that the state. That is lost revenue for the state. You know, the Brewers attendance figures tell us a little bit about the fans and where they come from. A 2020 report on the team's economic impact uh, commissioned by the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce used Brewers attendance data showing 38% of attendees of events at American Family Field came from Milwaukee County, 22% from within the city, 48% came from outside the county, and 14% from outside the state. We talked a little bit about when the stadium was built, other surrounding counties had some responsibility for ongoing funding of those stadium repairs through that sales tax. They, now, now that local contribution is only Milwaukee County. Why, why just Milwaukee County responsible for that local contribution? Well, there's only one city and one county that generate any sales tax revenue related to the park, Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. That's it. So when you look at the sales tax revenue they generate, it is a fraction of what we're asking them to pay over, over the full 27 years of the lease. Um, shortly after the proposal was announced, members of the Milwaukee Common Council put out a press release talking about how they're still paying more than a million a year in debt service for the old stadium. Uh, do, does that concern you that there, there, there's that existing payment and now additional payment on top of that? Well, lots of things concern me. You know, and when you said uh, there was some considerations made in the budget, I would say that's one of the largest understatements in the history of politics. When you look at the position Milwaukee County and city were in with the pension and everything else. So there have been huge strides in accommodations to get them to where they may not even have a structural deficit going forward for the next few years. I don't want to put them back in that position. That's why we had the meetings today. We've had meetings in the past. And I think we can come up with some resolutions that will help them so it's not a direct draw. I know you, you, you've, you've said, you alluded to that you think the county and the city have other priorities that they would maybe want to be spending yeah, their new I mean, sales the, tax the, revenue on. Look, I was a county board supervisor when I was fighting to be able to get a dedicated sales tax for transit parks and emergency medical services back 15 years ago. It took 15 years to finally get a sales tax to go through. That sucker has not even been enacted yet, and there is so much split on it before, frankly, right now at the state level, there are bre the brewers, and I'm, I'm kind of ashamed for them, uh, to lock arms with the Republicans and try and jump the line and say, we want money first before you start funding those things that have been put on the back burner for 15 years. The fact is, the brewers, this is a horrible precedent that has been set nationwide that local governments have to be, uh, have to pay the ransom of their team being held hostage. We've already done it to the tune of not just the original payout, but if you look at the benefits that they've received and are due to receive already uh, in property tax exemption and other maintenance and other dollars going in, it's $1.6 billion. This deal goes through, we're, we're allegedly good until 2050, but then what happens after that? They're going to ask for a new stadium, and we, they will come right back to us anew. And at that point, it'll probably be another $1.5 billion they want for a new stadium. So I think we have to set the precedent now that if they're going to continue to ask for money over and over, that we need to institute a fee on what activity is happening within the stadium that is going into a fund that they can draw off of.
but where they keep saying, oh, we're a benefit, we're a benefit, and you know, you alluded to the, to the, to the study that was cooked up by the same group uh, that said that the Foxconn was going to be a good deal. Uh, if you look at where real economics is, uh, it says that there's not this benefit. So we should, we should institute some type of a fee that is going into a fund for not just them, but for anyone else who's looking for, for funds for sports uh, activities, right? So if the Bucks are looking for more money, if the Brewers are looking for more money, and frankly, I've got, I've got parks that are looking for, uh, would, would love to have more money just to be able to make sure that you actually have a home plate uh, that's not a mud pit. Uh, and those are the things that get put on the back burner um, because we have to keep on forking over money every, you know, every 20 years, every 10 years. Uh, and I think we're in a better place. And the public, frankly, is on the side of that. So the status of the team's contribution. In the original proposal, uh, the brewers are on the hook for $100 million uh, toward, the, toward the, the deal, correct? In addition to what they've already made commitments to in the past. So I think... Senator Carpenter, or I'm sorry, Larson. it was <laughs> Senator Carpenter was going to be here, but yes, he was. yeah. So when we look back at the original deal, it is very hard, you know. And I've been in, in real estate my whole life to unwind what somebody already has. As you put it, they got a sweetheart deal. I think um, I didn't say that, but that's a good. It's a good quote. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> but I will tell you, it's very difficult to unwind those things, like property tax exemption. We clearly fought on that. You know, I've, I've been going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Brewers organization and their reps for more than six months here on this stuff. So it was very difficult to try and drastically unwind that or drastically unwind the way baseball is financed across this country. We can have that debate about the economics and everything, but the reality is this is the way it's done. That $100 million contribution, you think that's a fair amount for them to have on the table it as part of It is above this. and beyond. So that right now they're contributing $1.2 million in rent, 300 towards capital, and then they pay insurance costs and other stuff. Right now, we're going to more than double that and add another $100 million on top of that. So they're going to keep their existing payments plus an additional $100 million, which is something when we talk about the difference between the governor's proposal and ours, there was no local contribution in the governor's proposal, and we got an additional $100 million from the brewers. So from where we were under that proposal, where we are now, I think is significantly better. You think that's you think this is the better deal for taxpayers, even though it's double the amount of the governor's original proposal. Well, it, it's double, but it's not. And w when I say that, you have to take a look at time use value of money. And if you talk to the fiscal bureau, they say two hundred ninety million dollars today is the same as the four hundred million we're proposing from the state, almost to the dollar. It is just remarkable. But we kind of geared it that way, too, because we wanted to be at the same dollar amount the governor was. Ours is paid out in installments over every time. year over time versus a lump sum. His proposal, if you remember that um, ICON study, was $600 million that the state paid for. The VSG study was $428 million. That's what he was gearing his funding towards with no local contribution or anything else. There is no way... It, looking at those studies that the governor's proposal would have fully funded that and we would have been right back to where we were. And I think that studies were so new, I don't, I'm not arguing with the governor, you know, it, w it was a plan, but it didn't fully fund what we needed to. And uh, Senator Larson is right, you know, we're going to have this problem again in 2050 or sooner unless we keep looking at this. And that was one of my arguments is what are we going to do when the lease is up in 2045, 2050, now it's 2050, they're going to be back looking at the same deal and what other states are doing. And that's the reality of the situation. So 
Was either the governor's deal or this deal a good deal for taxpayers, in your opinion? No, I mean, again, uh, there's this notion, and, and I, I've heard the pitch, I've heard it before, and I've heard it um, directly from um, uh, Mr. Schlesinger uh, when he talked to, to me and the rest of my caucus. And if it's a bad pitch, you don't swing. Right, and so they've they've thrown some bad pitches, the and brewers. the pitch is essentially like, oh, the the, the you know the, the brewers might leave. There's a chance they might leave, but that really takes out of the equation the fact that we have a strong negotiating uh, stance in this. That we have uh, among the highest uh, attendance of anybody in Major League Baseball. I think we're second highest in terms of viewership of, of folks watching TV when the game is on. Uh, we have a dedicated group of people who like to go to games, like to spend money, and are behind this team. So there you think negotiators should play more hardball than uh, with the Brewers to get I to? I like the, yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> make sure that you've got somebody who can actually hit, the hit, hit a good pitch and make sure that they're actually hitting, throwing something that's worth hitting. Right now, I think where they're just winking and, and saying, oh gosh, maybe it'd be, a, it'd be a horrible thing if your team left, they're not really making that argument to anybody other than politicians who feel like a little jittery about it. But I think we need to, uh, you know, baseball is a, is a game of nerves, and I think we need to, to, to have an iron stomach in this. And there's no, frankly, I, I should say, because I think this is important, that we should not hand to the next generation what the last generation handed us, and that is a bad deal. The lease is up in seven years, and so we have seven years to be able to say, we want you to come to the table on what's going to happen so with ancillary development. So are you advocating for a pause button, like not even this session, this deal doesn't need to get done? Right now, I'm advocating for the brewers to an honestly come to the table. Right now, I mean, if you look at the way that the lease is, is uh, the, the stadium district is set up, it's supposed to be two-thirds from the state, a third from the brewers. This current deal doesn't even hit that of what the brewers' contribution does, right? And frankly, if you're going to base it off of recent deals, you can look at what happened with the Bucks. They put in even more than that for a brand new arena in both percentage and dollars amount uh, than what the brewers are asking for right now just to repair and keep it updated. So the brewers have a long way to come to the public and where the public is at on this uh, before I'm a yes vote and frankly before most people should be a yes vote. You think there's some urgency though to get this done this session? So one of the frustrating things, and this is something else that we put in our plan, was a readjustment of the board itself, the park board, and reevaluating all the staff. Because someplace along the line, and I'm not blaming it on anyone in particular, there were some really bad decisions made. And I know there was a tremendous amount of political pressure to sunset that tax, but we really missed the boat in looking at future. And right now, there is not enough money in that account to sustain us through the end of the lease. It's projected to get us through the next couple of years, but that's it. Can't wait. It, it, we, we will be in default under the terms of our current lease if we don't do something in the next two years. So are the brewers willing to push that and take us to court and say, our contract calls for you to be in, if 75% <coughs> of the parks have it, you need to do this? I don't know. You know, and we could call the Brewers bluffs, but to the Brewers, you know, credit, I'll say this, they haven't made those threats. Other teams in other states have made those threats. The Brewers have publicly said, our net worth goes up if we leave this community, but they don't want to leave. Their commitment has been here. But you don't go to your, your fan base and say, if you don't do this, this, and this, we're leaving. And they have been short of saying that. But I think the threat is real of them leaving. 
you know, and then we have to weigh out the contributions to the state and the community and all the good they do for the state. You know, you mentioned you mentioned the Bucks and Pfizer Form has the uh, the Deer District. We go to a Packer game. There's mm-hmm. the Titletown District. There's this acreage of parking there around the Brewers Stadium that, and some say, should be used for development. Is that something that the Brewers could be pushed on? They've been reluctant to do that. Yeah, we've been pushing really hard on that because they are, as uh, Senator Larson said, tax exempt on all that property and has not been developed. But one of the things they need to develop that is certainty. You're not going to bring in a major hotel chain when you have only seven years left on your lease. So there's about 7,500 parking spots there. Could they give up some of that land and develop it? Yes. We've had some really good conversations. I know the governor's office, the brewers, and the mayor have had conversations recently to look at bringing a work group together to really work through that and look at a long-term that's plan. That's not going to happen unless their lease is longer is what you're saying. Right, but understand we're at the bill stage. Just like with any law, the bill is one thing. The lease really spe- spells out all the details of this. You know, So a lot of the details that I'm frustrated with, Senator Larson is frustrated with, will be spelled out in the lease. You know, So there's a lot of work to do yet. This is just the opening, you know, salvo with any bill. Oh, I, I should say, I mean, I think it's worth, you know, I think we're, we can get on the same page with where Representative Brooks is, but I think it's, it's, it's frankly, there's a lot that needs to happen before we find common ground on this. And I think just, just taking a step back and breathing, because I feel like, you know, it's a part of any sales tactic, right? There's, there's those TV channels. Uh, of course, Wisai is not part of that, where, they, where they're selling things and there's always like a clicking, a ticking time in the corner. And I think maybe the Brewers got that idea with the pitch clock this season, right? We're saying, oh, we throw a, we throw a, a clock out there. Urgency. There's some urgency. We have to do this. But let's take a step back and recognize that, frankly, the Brewers and the Stadium District signed off on ending the sales tax just two years ago. Fast forward to earlier this year, suddenly out of the blue, they're saying, oh, my gosh, we are almost out of money. We need you to fork over a ton of cash for us. We, our estimates were off. And then you fast forward again to just a couple weeks ago where they said, oh, we thought we had 70 million, now we have 10 million. And I know on a bipartisan basis, at least over in the Senate, I assume over in the Assembly, uh, lawmakers are like, where the heck is the money going? Is that How the are you keeping audit? track of books? Reason right. for audit and going forward? <clears throat> and government doesn't do accounting like you were taught in college. You know, we do gap account, we do all kinds of things. So is there $70 million there in cash? No. But is there $70 million over the remainder of the contract? If you include the $1.5 million from the brewers for the next seven years, well, that's $10 million. There's about 30-some million dollars in treasury bills that are invested but only come out at a couple million dollars a year. But that is not cash that we could transfer to the new stadium district board. And then there's little pockets of money that were set aside, and some of them have already been expended for next year's estimated things. So I don't want to say that there was $70 million misplaced. It is just not readily available cash. Cash on hand. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about the, the portion of the state contribution relies on that income tax revenue of mm-hmm. those wealthy players. Um, Potentially in the top tax bracket. I know you were one of the authors of the proposal to flatten Wisconsin's tax. Does that mean that we're that the Republicans are no longer advocating for a flat tax in Wisconsin? That that top tax bracket will need to remain in order for this deal to be sustainable? Absolutely not. Um, 
make no mistake about that. If we ever went to a flat tax, flat tax, it would be replaced with some form of sales tax to offset. So we would just transition from that to a sales tax, and it would be a you know There's equal still amount. This, this amount yeah. would be sustainable. Yep, and like I said, our numbers. If everything stayed the same today, there would be about $140 million in reserves. But we know we set a, a marker 60-some million dollars higher for the city and county that may stay there if we don't come up with an agreement. And it may be $7.5 million instead of 5 You know, So if we come down to 5 now we're down to 80 in reserves going into 2050. You know, and who knows with the roof? I mean, there's been pictures in the journal in the last year of water pouring through the roof on different times, and we know a bunch of the air handling systems and stuff are starting to fail. And some of the stuff you can't put off; it, it needs to be addressed. And again, I don't want to badmouth the current stadium board, but I think there should have Somebody been. Somebody was asleep. And even the legislature, I think, should have mm -hmm. been a little more forward thinking instead of just let's sunset that tax. You say there's enough money without really digging into it. Well, so. we're, we're getting close to time here. I want to ask you, um, in the Senate, where are Democrats? I know that uh, Leader Agard had said originally that too much was being required of the city mm -hmm. and the county. Are there Democratic votes in for the Senate deal? for no, this deal? Not a single, not a single, one. single one. No, we, will, we love the Brewers, and uh, I would venture to say we might have more Democrats in the stadium than, than Republicans. Is uh, there anything that could bring those people around on yeah, this deal? The Brewers coming to the table brewers come and to the actually table having a negotiation with it. And I think that right now the, the extortion is not going to work. The hostage-taking is not going to work. Extortion, that's a strong word. Well, yeah. this, is, this is where they are basically saying, you know, give us, give us uh, a great deal of money more than we're already on a getting on a regular basis, uh, and in exchange, you get nothing. You get to continue to go through the same rigmarole for an extra 20 years. And frankly, I think it's, it's kind of silly. Again, you have to take a step back. And as Representative Brooks pointed out, that he's concerned that we might be in violation of the lease and therefore obligated to throw more money in it. Well, that's the current lease. Why would we sign for another 20 years where basically they can have a gun to the head of the legislature and say for the next 20 years beyond that, you're in violation of this impossible to reach task that says that you are in the top 25% of all stadiums or else, right? Why would we extend that for another 20 years for the next generation? We have a lot of power in this. And frankly, most of my constituents don't have homes that were built before the year 2001 when this stadium was built. And the idea that they're coming back to us asking for more money than they got to build the thing, it, it makes people step back and say, well, wait a second. What, why would we go about doing that and put ourselves on the hook when they, if they wanted to move to another city, it's at least $1.5 billion with a B. That's what it's costing in Las Vegas for them to build a, the new arena for the athletics. Most communities aren't rolling out the red carpet, and frankly, MLB is expanding two new franchises into cities. So this threat, they, they can't make it all the time. They're trying this with seven different Brooks, cities at the same time. I'm going to let you have the final word here. What are your hopes for your proposal? I think it's going to pass. I mean, <clears throat> no offense to my colleague, but very seldom do we start with the governor, the mayor, the county exec, and two Republican houses all in agreement that we want to keep the brewers. So when we're starting from a, a, an agreement that we want to do something, now it's a matter of details. And we can always work through those. We've, we've gotten through the budget. We've got through shared revenue. You did know. you expect it to be this hard? Yes, I did. <laughs> but earlier this session, I, you know, quite frankly, passed a $500 and some million dollar housing package 
that was passed by par bipartisan voice votes in both chambers. So can it be done? Yeah, if you're willing to sit down and listen, and, and I respect my colleagues. And they've got some good ideas, and the mayor and the county exec and their staff had good ideas today. So, and the governor had some good proposals today. Can we get there? I think so. And I think, you know, they'll help us to deliver some Democrat votes. But are we there today? No, but that's part of the bill process. Well, thank you both for a lively discussion. I think we'll continue to learn more about this proposal. If we could just get Taylor Swift to come to American Family Field, maybe that would solve it. She could even problems. come in the winter under this proposal. <laughs> so. Well, thank you both for joining us. And thank you to the viewers of Newsmakers. Be sure to tune in again as we highlight the issues and sit down with the decision makers who make a difference for all of us. You have been watching a production of Wisconsin Eye, your unfiltered window into legislative deliberations and public policy programming, where our mission is to provide Wisconsinites an opportunity to access the legislative process and connect with conversations that inform our citizenry. Please consider supporting our mission, and thank you for watching. Wisconsin Eye, policy made public.